everybody to another podcast brought to you by ultra super mega this week we have locked on a tom clancy podcast episode one very excited i am wilco here with me at the moment is Joshua. as always how are you going Joshua? yeah not too bad yeah not too bad that's yeah. good we'll, we'll we'll skip too many introductions because i want to get right into this but uh we've got with us this week a uh, friend of the Pokecast, cal cal heinrich how are you going mate yeah, good, buddy. How are you? How is, uh, how's everyone tonight? Look, couldn't be better. I had a half a day off today, so I am rested and re- recharged and ready to go again. So <laughs> that's, no, that's, just code, um, that's just code for playing PS4 all afternoon, isn't it? No, I haven't. I told myself I'm not allowed to play PS4 until I finish these articles, and I didn't write a single article. Um, <laughs> I did play around with Photoshop, and I tweeted out this afternoon a little background that hopefully will go with our YouTube video. Uh, for Locked On, so a little bit excited about that. I know nothing about Photoshop, but it came up okay. The font's terrible, but we'll play around with that over the over the years and years that we go. So, um, yeah. So what we're doing tonight, Locked On, we're we're basically covering all the Tom Clancy games. Uh, we're going to focus on the three major ones at the moment, which is Rainbow Six, The Division, and the soon to come Ghost Recon Wildlands. So. Uh, just basically going to give you a bit of news on each game and then just have a bit of a general chat uh, about each game for roughly about 10 minutes each, so the, about the half hour mark. So this is a bit of a pet project that I've really been wanting to do for a fairly long time now, something to do with these three games and in particular Division and Ghost Recon because uh, two games I'm fairly excited about or sunk a lot of hours into. So. Um, very, very, yeah, happy to finally be able to bring this to you all. So every second week we'll bring it to you. So the off week of the Pokecast. Uh, saying that, we've just got some news tonight, which means we'll probably end up doing a Pokecast by the end of the week. But it'll happen like that. When big news happens, we'll bring it to you on either podcast. Uh, so stay with us. Uh, subscribe, like, share, tell all your friends, all that kind of stuff. And uh yeah, keep it locked on, locked on. That's oh. the worst I've ever done. <laughs> wow, that's, that's um, the worst tagline ever. It is, it's terrible. Um, yeah. Just before we get into it. I tried uh, to make it sound good, but I just I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, we had some issues this afternoon. My Wilco's Chill Zone Twitter account turned into locked on TC for about two hours before I realised I'd lost my original um yeah, Twitter handle. I don't know what happened, but we. So, so are you blaming Russian? Are you blaming Russian hackers, or are you blaming user error? No, it's user. It error has to be the hackers. <laughs> it's all the hackers. Wow. It's the <laughs> Russian hackers. I went to my analytics, and I'm like, Wilco's Shields that has does not exist. I'm like, bullshit. Like, bullshit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, um, on that note, we do have a Twitter account just started today, locked on TC, as in Tom Clancy. So. Follow that. Uh, it isn't dressed up at all at the moment. It has one tweet, and uh, we will get it going in about six months' time, like we did with the Pokecast one. Um, but yeah, get onto it. So let's jump straight into it, uh, Josh. So yes. let's quickly get a background of you for the Tom Clancy games. You play a fair bit of Rainbow Six, and you carry me whenever I play along with Aya, don't you? One hundred percent. Pretty much. If yeah, Wilco's in there, it's me and Aya wiping the floor and then Wilco's like help me please yes I'm dying give me my armor give me my armor 
But, um, uh, so yeah, I play a lot both, of Rainbow Six. Uh, I've yeah, hit a bit of Division. but Xbox and PS4? Yes. And yes. soon, once I've got a PC, I'll have it on that too, because I am a glutton for punishment. You are. So, yes, like you were saying, you... Um, You've played a little bit of the division, but not a huge amount. That's why we've got Cal with us. Cal from Armed, yes. he has dragged me through a lot of the games of the division, and saved my ass a fair few times as well. So, uh, that's the two expertise that'll be coming to you tonight, and all three of us are pretty excited about Ghost Recon Wildlands. So, uh, we, we've got you covered pretty well. And um, if I can talk Cal into it, he'll be on this episode, on this show a fair bit. But we've got to talk him into it yet. So, yeah, bending of arm required. Yes. Um, <laughs> so it, it's look. We'll go Rainbow Six first. Lots of big news. We were going to do this episode two weeks ago, but luckily we didn't because pretty much everything's dropped in the last two weeks. So, Josh, yes. what's what's this? We've got a year two schedule coming now for Rainbow Six Siege, and we've yep. got some new operators. Uh, yep. You've got a new season pass coming, and four new seasons. But then that's pretty much no more game content. It's just going to be looks like it's more seasons, more patches, and more operators. Yeah, so they seem to have learnt from their last year's roadmap. Don't tell people that there's going to be new game features if you're not really planning on bringing them out that year. Uh, So last year they said that they were hoping to release a whole heap of uh, new game modes, which we still don't have, but... (laughs) I think you will never see. Probably not, but, you know, there's still hope. There's still hope. No, there's not. I mean, if if the Cubs can win uh, the Cup, I mean... There's hope, there's hope. Uh, but so yeah, so... Take us through these operators for starters, I guess. Yeah, so along with the, was it, 0. 0.5, uh, 5.0 patch. So their patch is always a, a number in front of what season they're on, which is weird. Uh, but you yep. get two new operators, Habana and Echo. They are part of the Japanese SAT counter-terrorist unit. I don't know what yep. SAT stands for, but I'm pretty sure the T is terrorist. Yep, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. So Habana has... Uh, three speed one armor so she's quick and fast but can't really take a shot uh, which Echo's got the reverse he's one speed three armor so he's slow but he can take the hits which is what you'd expect from a defender uh, so, that's what I need yes. uh, so yeah Habana's our attacker she's got a gadget that is sort of a cross between Ash and Thermite so it's a launchable uh, breaching of sorts device uh that has thermite charges in it uh but one shot won't actually blast you through an entire wall you'll just get a little window that you can peek through and kill people with uh you can shape it by taking out charges so you get a little slot or a little uh square sort of thing going on uh and you get up to three shots with that with that shoots out six mini charges with this uh echo uh is probably going to be my favorite uh, defender from here on out once I get to play him. Uh, His gadget is a little quad drone uh, that can send out a sonic boom that disorientates the enemies. Ooh, that does sound Uh, very handy, doesn't it? Yes, I've watched quite a few videos on this, and my god, I do not want to be up against this person, (laughs) because I drink a lot when I'm playing Rainbow Six, and... (laughs) <laughs> the effect when you're disorientated makes me feel sick when I'm not drunk. So this is going to be great fun. Uh, yeah. But this drone, uh, it provides a camera feed to all operators, but you can't actually tag people, so you've got to 
been a, a team with Mike, okay. so you can call it out. Uh, yep. But you can sit on either the floor or the roof. Uh, so you, you jump up and then you're on the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might catch you fall off the roof. Yep. Yes. Um, but it, it can only jump a little bit over one floor. So it can only go from floor to just above the roof. So you can jump it up through like a ladder well and see if there's anything there and then you'll just fall back down straight away. So now, there's that. We're, ex- we're expecting them in February, is my understanding of it. They're out now. Oh, those ones out now? Yes. The next one yes, this is this is the final uh, lot of operators for the year one uh, season pass. Yes, yeah, oh, sorry. Yep. This is, yeah, yeah, yep. Sorry. Uh, so you've got that along with the new map that comes out, which is a Japanese-style condo on top of a massive skyscraper. So it's really fun when you're not paying attention and you walk off the edge of the building. Yeah, uh, I've, I've played on this map. Uh, I've not actually been able to use the operators yet, sadly. Um, but yeah, the odd thing about this map is there's only two trapdoors in the entire thing. Normally, you've got about three or four. So yeah, okay. But it, it, it does does provide some really good flow. I'm starting to learn where the cameras are, so watch out. Coming for you. Yeah, definitely. I'll be getting on to give those guys a run fairly soon. I just got to get some time. Hopefully soon. Yeah, that's um, a big thing. So that's I've just got to get my PSN the... back. That'd be great. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> um, so that's part of the Red Crow update. Um, yep. The season so, four. So yes, take us through year two, please. So, that's what I was, was thought we were on. Yes, yeah, so year two starts, I believe it was the 7th of Feb or just yeah, after that? Yeah, 7th of February. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so... You've still got your year one season pass. You've got all that sort of business, but you can buy the season, uh, the year two season pass right now for about mm-hmm. $30, $40, depending on what country you're in. Uh, yep. So you'll get eight new year two operators, same as the last one. Uh, so spread across four seasons and across four different countries, which are Spain, Poland, Hong Kong, and South Korea. I personally am very excited for the Polish ones for some reason. I don't know why. You are a weirdo, yes. Got, it's got nothing to do with me being Polish whatsoever. Uh, you get eight new headgear and eight new uniforms, which is something that they've released in point five, uh, 5.0, is Ash Twitch and Capital get basic uniforms where you've got Sledge, Thermite, and Capcan get elite ones, which come with little MVP uh, dances similar to what Overwatch does and those sorts of things. Which pretty yep. cool to be honest. Uh, you yep. get an that they actually look pretty cool. Uh, Thermite does yeah. a little magic trick where he lights his hands on fire. It's pretty sweet. Ooh, fancy. Uh, you get an Rainbow Six Carbon Charm that comes with it. So it's similar to the Gold Charm that you got if you're a Year One person, uh, but it's carbon. Uh, and you get 600 Rainbow Six credits or 1,200 if you had the Year One season pass. Now I didn't catch it, but there is there a costume bonus if you pre if you not pre order it if you get the um, season pass before a certain date or before launch of the season? Uh, if you buy it, I can't remember actually. I think I read yeah, something sure that there is a, there is a bonus if you get it before mm. February. February uh, there's a bonus outfit, I believe it is. Um, yes. So yeah. Yeah, you get a, you get a bonus, which yeah. I didn't get the season pass in, in year one. Um, I only came into Rainbow Six about halfway through, I think it was. But I'm very, very much considering getting the season two. Do it. The year two, sorry, pass. Because, and yeah, look, it, it, it's growing. The community's growing week yeah. after week. They're just getting and more and more people. 
within a year they were part of the esports league so yeah and considering this game uh i won't go into it too much but we've got game of the year stuff happening with ultra super mega and i've nominated it for a certain award uh to do with how the fact that it launched in december last year and um everything they did wrong for launch and all of a sudden here it is it's here it is stronger stronger esport games out there at the moment still so yes yeah look very excited um so do you want to quickly go through some esports league results uh yes so with the uh release of the season four dlc comes the end of season three so season ends they give it a couple weeks then they release the dlc give it a couple more weeks then they start the next season of gaming uh so continuum won the rainbow six pro league season three finals for the pc uh they got themselves thirty thousand dollars for doing so uh playing ducks came second with gifu and most wanted uh in under that I, d- I don't know. I'm assuming that's third and fourth. They they yep. just said this on the website. I literally copied this from the website. Uh, whereas we go across to the Xbox One champions, which was Team Vitality, uh, netting themselves thirty grand with Team Supremacy fifteen and Onslaught Esports and Excellence getting the eight seven fifty. Wow! If so, only I was that good. I know, right? Yeah. I remember I almost got MVP once. But... <laughs> once yeah almost i was up there i got seven kills in one match actually rainbow six is probably the the game i had the most success with streaming i think i had about 20 odd viewers at one stage but um yeah i'm gonna get back into that so i'm going to work on some uh artworks fairly soon to announce that i'll be streaming again early in the year when when my chaos of my life is back to normal so (laughs) and it'll be one of those games that every second week i'll make sure i'll be streaming it for sure on a friday night getting drunk with you boys and girls uh it's been too long um so look we don't have a lot of time because we just there's so much news for rainbow six this week so we won't have much of a chat about the game itself we're just going to move straight into the division otherwise this will end up being a four-hour podcast and we don't have time Mm -hmm. for that so cal you're back playing the division um yes one patch 1.4 brought you back or did you wait to 1.5 no i i I joined back on 1.4 which i think can be officially known as the redeeming patch um yes so for those who don't know the division um probably one of the biggest criticisms of the game pre 1.4 was the fact that it took an inordinate amount of ammo to take down um even some of the basic enemies when you started getting yep. into some of the veteran and um, named guys it literally just was just stupid which meant that you really it kind of limited to you what builds you could take um and it really limited the gear the gear sets that the setup so um yeah, you pretty much had to min max yourself to yeah. be any kind of chance at the high level stuff and then in in player versus player mode it was you had to min max and you had to have yep. the exact build and that was it yeah there was like a one one build one build for one one setup one build for another and that was that um and everything just seemed to be a grindy grindy grind grind and and it is a loot based shooter so you do expect some grinding but it basically stayed as it was what 1.4 did is they went back and they went through a, they think they got like 11 or 12 guys from across the world um basically took them over to um 
uh, the I think it's the German studios Sweden? for Sweden, Swedish Sweden. studios for yes. yeah, massive. the Swedish yes, studios, massive, yeah, and then basically sat them down and said, all right, guys, and they showcased a new, effectively a reworking of the whole um, time to kill mechanic um, and a bunch of other bunch of other bits and pieces. They tweaked a, a bucket load of stuff, went through a whole PTS um, program, which they never did with a lot of the other previouses or previous variants or revisions. I wrote the article, the review of Underground, and I said they yeah. need to do a public test server, and I was very sceptical that Ubisoft would let them because it's pretty <laughs> much saying, hey, play the game, the advanced content mm. for free. Or not for free, you still have to have the game, but yeah, here, play everything before we launch it. And I didn't think that they had the balls to do that, and I'm very glad that they did because they had a four-week yeah. um, sort of extensive push on 1.4 before it launched on the public that's test right server. yeah and probably one of the probably the only criticisms i got to that to a degree is that some of the some podcasters started making kind of amber claims against like you know and criticism against what was going in the public test server without actually really um making it sort of putting a big caveat on the front and going guys this is the public test service i'm just letting you know that this is what i'm writing on and it kind of started a whole a sky is falling a sky is falling and you know a bunch of ps4 people got the shits and people got the shits at the podcast yeah. you know the normal shenanigans it goes on online anyway yeah. short long story short 1.4 came out and it completely changed what they call the time to kill so it basically yeah. meant that you required less weaponry to um less less ammo to kill out kill um particular so took away bosses yeah they're still bullet sponges, but they're not as bad as what they were, which is one That's of the right. complaints of the game for a long time. So. That's right. And the other big important thing is they completely revamped the loot dropping. Um, oh, the loot are, is so good now. Uh, I think the first I think the first weekend of <laughs> 1.4, everyone was just dancing in green stuff yeah. in gear set. It was just... and Because and, one of the other biggest criticisms of pre-1.4 was if you played a certain element of the game, be it underground or going and doing HVTs, yeah. it limited to what gear sets you could get. So, you know, the old adage was if you played daily HVTs, you pretty much all got sentry gear and got board, board batshit, batshit real quickly. If you wanted to yeah. go and get anything of any worth, you had to go and do the incursions, which unless you had a team that actually knew, have, had half a clue, was inherently painful. So, oh, don't talk to me. <laughs> How many hours did we lose for no loot in that uh, bloody... What was the first? Falcon lost. I gave myself Falcon a coronary. Lost. I gave myself a coronary trying to finish that goddamn god that thing. Anyway, so, so many times we rage quit after about three hours. It was pathetic because yep. you got no loot unless you finished it. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, anyway, bad old days. Now. Bad old days. Yep. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, okay. So the other thing that came out in one point four. Um, is they did a bunch of tweaking to weaponry, um, changed a bit, a bunch of stats, and they also changed some of the gear set stats, which I won't go into detail unless you want to read patch notes. No, One point, what 1.5 did though, and this is, and it came out relatively quickly, which was quite interesting because yeah, 1. like 4, it was a two-week turnaround pretty much from one or three-week turnaround from 1.4 to 1.5. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was very quick. So people went, oh hey, hey hang on a second, was, you know the novelty hadn't worn off yet, which was impressive. 1.5 yeah. brought out for the people that bought the DLC or the season pass um, survival mode, and survival mode mm -hmm. is effectively hardcore. It is, it it basically adds added. It, it's a scenario whereby, you funnily enough, I think the gold. By the way, the golden rule, without doing too many spoilers, in the division is don't get into a helicopter because it's guaranteed to get shot down. Um, Blackhawk, it's like Blackhawk down again, 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 this and again. Is the third major. <laughs> 
story point where the helicopter goes down in the game. Yeah. And it's not been out for a year. Actually, technically, it's the fourth because if you include the the final boss in the game in the story oh, mode, you actually have to shoot shoot them down. So basically, the the moral of the story is is that Spoilers, people are really hard to way. kill. Yeah, people <laughs> yeah. are really hard to kill. Blackhawks are really easy to shoot down. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, so you get into one point. You basically the scenario is you're meant to go get some antigen that's been left in the um, the retroviral thing that's been left in the dark zone. You um, are part of its squad. Funnily enough, I don't think it actually gets shot down. The the, the Muppet flies no, into no, it's a, a billboard. That's flies right. Into you. Yeah, it's FO, it's a FOV damage. It's flying ob- yeah, foreign object damage. Anyway, <laughs> funnily enough, the helicopter goes down. You end up yeah, basically yeah. alone, cold, and you basically have to try and not only you have to try and deal with you've got no weaponry, no anything. Nah, you are you have to back to the yeah, bare minimum. You have yeah. to battle it, but on top of what normally happens in PVE, you have to battle the cold. You have to manage cold, so it's you don't set, end up with any kind of thermal um, gear. You're in the middle of some superstorm, which is like minus 40, which means then that every time you go outside, you almost get instant frostbite. You then have to go yep. find barrels to get warm. You have to go and you have to craft stuff to keep yourself warm. So you have to manage that. You have to manage hunger. And the other thing too is you've now become infected with the virus, which means then that you have to then it's do not things. It's the virus, but it's it's a virus. It's yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah, you got you got a bad case of the flu. I don't know, or the lurgy or yeah. something. Yeah, like it big night of the terps before has the time time limit for the whole game, so it keeps basically it yeah. under an hour. Yeah. yeah, but what it means is you don't have all of the. Yeah, it, it makes it far more realistic. There's a lot of resource management. It's a lot of time management. There's you know risk versus reward. Do I go down and try and shit down, take down the guy, the gold guy I've just seen, or do I run for it? Because what well, the other thing I've noticed too, particularly when you get up to the the higher end near where, where you finish the mission, um, the guys come out of nowhere. And because yeah. you don't have any form of um, like radar or detection or anything else like that, you don't know that they're coming. So there's been a few times you just get ambushed. So it's a really good mode for... It's not a really good mode for grinding for loot. What it is is actually a really good mode for just having an experience that's different from the standard grind. So if you're getting sick of playing... You know, doing the doing the lap of the map and doing all the all the name bosses, then doing your daily HVTs and all that kind of crap. A game of survival is really quite. It, it's kind of bordering on, and I think Arix did a really good podcast about not podcast, um, YouTube bit about tips for it, and he used the example of it's a lot like the Hunger Games in elements, where you are trading yeah, off. Definitely. Do I do I do I trade off going and chasing where the helicopter went, um, to go and pick up cool ammo, cool weaponry, or do I, um go and skirt around that because that's where everyone's going to be anyway and you know there's going to be bad guys that, that shoot me so it, it's not bad so this, um it, yeah you can do it in player versus player or you can do it in player versus environment mode so that's right um especially in player versus player you don't go to the helicopter crash site people no <laughs> no 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 and and um. to be to be bru- to be brutally honest i i unless you are uh, and have your wits about you um i wouldn't touch pvp with a barge pole until you've you yeah. know really know the map well you only get the 1.2 uh, multiplier for the reward for doing yeah. it. yeah risk versus reward isn't there yeah i'd consider it but not 1.2 so yeah. it's not worth it probably the other point to make too is that it the the whole mechanic tends itself towards solo play versus group play whereas yeah. something like the underground is a far better experience with a team um 
survival because of the way that the the loot management works like once you open a box of fabric it doesn't get normally in normal game mode it gets shared amongst the three of you everyone can yeah. open the same box and get the same and get varying different things but the box is still available once it's open well, basically in, once it, every loot box in the world is just one item in it that's so right other people beat you to it or yep. your, your group of four yep. gets there there's one piece to share between everyone so yeah and if you're not managing you and if you're not managing yeah, and if you're not managing um, the, yeah, it's fucking, it is frustrating. If you're not, if you're not managing, if you're not managing the um, that resource amongst your team, well, you can end up with people that are effectively glass cannons, that yep. like they've got some uber weapon, but they just get mown down in a second because they've got no armor and no protection. So it, it's a good. I, I applaud Massive for giving it a go and actually. Because I think it has brought. I mean, I think the stat I saw the other day is that Ubisoft are claiming now they may have retracted that, but oh, they were basically getting yeah, levels yeah. that were very similar to to launch. Yep. Um, whether or not that was, I think they kind of yeah. retracted that afterwards, but they um, have retracted. I don't know exactly what the figures are, but there definitely is like as far as armed goes, what the the core four, four or five us are playing it again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which we all walked away sort of after after underground, which is one point three. So yeah, and and basically yeah, sat and, and didn't play it for like a couple of months. So it has brought a lot of us back, and it is and it is piqued yeah. our interest. Um, the only other comment I'd make is that on in one point five they brought out um, they did two things as well with gear sets. They reworked the blind gear set because nobody used it, um, and changed it into a uh, what do they call it? They renamed it. Um, can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, anyway, basically they changed they changed the functionality of it. They also added a new gear set, um, which basically allows you uh, with when you've got four, a four piece gear set to actually run the um, ballistic shield and have an SMG. Which I know that at the end with some of the new um, uh, na named gear and also some of the new um, gold stuff is actually makes the ballistic shield pretty much indestructible now. So I think a few people are really keen on using that as a oh, bit of a tanking. That? It's good. I love it's good. the ballistic shield. Yeah. I really did. I tried and, to make it work so many times. Uh, and it does now. <laughs> um, the, and this is probably the, the one final point I make. The 1.4, 1.5 rejig actually brought back rolls. So as we talked about before, pre-1.4, 1.5, you literally had two builds that were meta you had nothing else you you know yeah. you're really useless using anything else unless you're just screwing around um now there are people coming out with dedicated healer builds dedicated D dps builds dedicated um tank builds and each are different in their use and you can actually see teams setting themselves up and going right we'll run two tanks to a healer and a and a, and, and a dps for that reason it. You've got Rainbow Six, which we just talked about, is the one-shot, one-kill, high-end shooter in the in the mm. Tom Clancy series. The Division Only is if it's a headshot. the role-playing game. Yeah, yeah. Well, if it's a headshot, yeah. But the, the Division is the role-playing game. It's mm. not a shooter. It's not anything else. It's a role-playing game at heart in the Tom Clancy yeah. world. So to see those kind of builds come back into it is really good because, yeah, pretty much you had to get as much um, armor as much health as you could, and you're pretty much indestructible, especially if you're uh, running the tank tissue build that everyone was seen to be running. So mm. um, to finally see healers and, and proper tanks and, and all that kind of stuff coming back into it is is really at the heart of what this game is because it is a role-playing game. That's what yeah, everyone agreed. can seems to forget about The Division. Yeah, it's just you... a, yeah, it's, it's dressed up as a third-person shooter, but it's a role-playing game. 
to use to use the blizzard to use a, like another gaming house a blizzard analogy um you know rainbow six is to overwatch as to what diablo 3 is yep. to is to the division it's it's a, that similar yeah. kind of kind of analogy i mean completely different you know scenarios and top down versus third person and all that kind of crap but that's where the, the the kind of thing sits and it is it's great it is refreshing to you know go yep i want to run my floor alpha bridge i want to run an lmg i want to waste people but i can have someone sit next to me um big shout out to grumpy bear who's my my little ballistic shield buddy he'll he'll he's happy to run around with a ballistic shield and have his full setup with his you know indestructor shield and his handgun yep and so, yeah. look I've, I've done that before in the past and that was the problem with the, with pre 1.4 is I'd have this build that I loved and it was going around and it was sticky bomb and seeker mines. You just had a lot of fun with it, but to actually mm. play an incursion or anything like that, I had to completely change my build because that wasn't optimized and it wasn't even able to be used. Like I tried my best to to get it, but it just wasn't yeah wasn't efficient, so it couldn't yeah. be used. So I had two builds: one serious build and one the build I like to play. So that's sort of Things have gone now, which is good, but we won't yeah. spend too much time. Like, no. like I said, once again, it's the first episode, so we're sort of we, we're, we're missing out on a little general chit chat, but we'll um, get into that hopefully next fortnight. But um, Ghost Recon Wildlands—they dropped a video today on us, oh boy. and they also opened up registrations for Open Beta. So if you're listening to this now, go to ghostrecon.com. We'll probably get you there. Um, if that, go onto my Twitter and you'll see the. The link actually all three of us have the link through our twitter yeah. for the beta registration i think i think all of us it. retweeted it yeah definitely sign up for it now because i don't think i did obviously yeah you're an idiot um yep he will have it <laughs> <laughs> um please sign up for it because they they're talking about a couple of weeks when i heard i read an interview uh that the beta could go alive so um get in there hopefully get picked and get to play it fairly soon um but the the video they dropped today was a mission briefing, sort of getting everyone hyped up a little bit for it because uh, they're getting a bit close. A bit of a summary of the Ghost Recon Wildlands itself. So I'll play that for you now. This is Operation Kingslayer. Listen up. Our field of operation is Bolivia. Dense jungles, freezing mountains, and salt flats. If you don't watch your back, you won't leave it alive. Your target is the Santa Blanca drug cartel. Their network relies on fear, violence, and intimidation. You'll need to destroy them from the inside. Destabilize each aspect of their operations. Production, smuggling, influence, and security to bring them to their knees. You have full autonomy. You pick your targets. You decide how to take them out. Just get it done. Gather your intel, learn who the players are, learn their methods, then destroy them. To make this op a real party, the local military force, Unidad, are on the cartel's payroll. They've been fighting it out with a low-rent rebel group called the Qataris 26. You want to survive? These underfunded and under-equipped rebels are your new best friends. You gotta think. You gotta be strategic. No one will come when you call for help. Use what you can to get the job done. You have your arsenal and every vehicle you can find at your disposal. And don't be afraid to throw out the playbook. Each of you is an elite warfighter 
but together, you have the strength to take down an army. And remember, ghosts, credit is failure. You will burn the Santa Blanca drug cartel to the ground, but no one will know who was holding the match. So, boys, does that get you excited for Ghost Recon Wildlands or what? Yep. Considering it's going to be yes. basically a hell of a lot warmer than the Division, yes. <laughs> it also gets that me excited good. for Skyrim, but hey. Oh, whatever. I just, <laughs> I just want to go fighting with it. my wife. <laughs> so explain hey, to just, people just, that reference. Just, just, that just, uh, just, just clarify, fighting with, not fight, not actually fighting your yeah. wife okay well, yeah, fighting we, alongside we my wife yes there you go so <laughs> yeah. the voice actor in the uh mission briefing trailer is the same one i believe that does ayla from skyrim one of the companions yes you know that five-year-old game that i've bought three times now um only three times yeah. oh, no. <laughs> Sucker. I'm, I'm disgusted by that but anyway let's that's a whole another podcast um so, look, Ghost Recon, we're talking about Rainbow Six being the high-end shooter, uh, The Division being the role-playing game. This seems to be the third-person shooter for the Tom Clancy world, and it is an open-world game, um, massive open-world game. They're claiming it's their biggest ever open-world that they've produced so far. Um, set in Bolivia, as, as they've said, and you pretty much take down the cartel however you want. Uh, Four-player co-op. Uh, there is multiplayer in there, but they haven't really said much about that yet um and i really don't care too much for the multiplayer but i'll probably end up doing it but on a scale yeah. of one to ten josh how excited are you for wildlands well considering what i was i was very excited for the division and it let me down and i'm yet to yeah, get back into it to see to see all this this stuff that cal's just talked about i'm a little bit hesitant but i am very excited for it because it does look yeah. very nice and from what I can see, they're sort of going for the the long term strategy on this, something that can go yeah, across well, a long time. That's what that's so. what I seem to the vibes I seem to get from it. Like it's definitely going to have a single player story to it, but I see them being able to open up extra um, more story and mission down the track. I really do wish oh, yeah. they'd somehow get the Nemesis in there, and it'd be almost like infinite possibilities. Why anyway. why don't more games have the Nemesis system? Holy shit. <laughs> that thing is awesome. Oh my god. <laughs> so you shot me in the kneecap. I'm going to screw you over. It's like, I'm going to shoot you in the other kneecap now. Remember that, bitch? <laughs> oh. Now, Cal. Yo. Scale of 1 to 10, what do you reckon? Are you pretty excited about this? Um, given the fact that I completely underrated the division when it first, when I, before it came out at, um, yep. I think it was when we were talking about this at PAX last year, and I went, oh, yeah, division, yep. whatever, and then got completely sideswiped by that. I'm going to go about middle of the, a little bit above middle of the road and say about an 8. Um, the video today, I think, and I, I made mention of this just before, um, the thing I liked about it is it looks like they've concentrated on gameplay and haven't gone the full-blown shiny-shiny, which mm. can sometimes get in the road of an actually a really good game. Yeah, It, um, it does show that, look, it, it's a massive open world game, and those games just mm. don't look shiny, as shiny as others. So, no, and um, if they've concentrated on gameplay and they haven't concentrated on the, you know, rendering it for a 4K screen that no one can afford, um, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Count me in. Yeah, yeah. cool. So, uh, you don't have a PS4, do you? No, 
I'm, I'm oh, console agnostic. Because <laughs> <laughs> me, um, me and Josh, I'll be playing this on PS4, I guarantee, but I'm definitely considering a PC version because I know the ARM boys will definitely be playing this. This reminds yeah. me a lot of Armour, but a lot more friendly and the third-person view of it where you've mm. just got this open map and you can sort mm. of do the objective how you want to and um, it lends itself to that great four-player um, tactical gameplay so much. Now, I mentioned mm. before the podcast about the two the same mission they've showed twice. So they've showed it the daytime chaos the the stupid set piece the stupid um scripted talking was pathetic but um but yeah, oh was that that one where they boss. used like radio calls and all that bullshit and they were like yeah. you know yeah. yeah the guys were playing it but they were trying to be too pro yeah that was that was a bit sad yeah, yeah. it was very sad but um <laughs> they did that mission again just recently with four of the devs from the game and it was more there was a guy just talking over the top saying this is what this person's doing and this is how they're doing it it was a lot better um, yeah. and they basically did it at night uh, showed how the storm gave them extra coverage and they were doing stealth they took out the generator, took down the lights in the place, they used the militia they freed them, the local rebels and they yeah. started causing a fight which let them get out pretty much unseen um, there was they were using the big thing that I was excited to see is they hadn't shown it yet but the sink shooting we in um, Ghost Recon advanced warfighter no the one before that um they where you can basically tag your four people and then put the number over their heads and that's who shoots them so ah, that's where that, i've seen that before yes yeah so that was um it was a 360 version of ghost recon um and i love that that i just said so much fun just finding four guys hooking them up saying one two three four and counting down shoot and then the ai took them out as well but they're bringing that into co-op so you'll be able to line it up and go okay so i know i'm one josh is two cal's three and let's say grumpy's there four you just tag them up count down bang 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 bang, and you're straight cool. down it's just going to add such an extra because that's in armor you're sitting there going i'll take the guy on the left to the right i'll take the guy in the center um oh which one's that again and it just takes too long this is just simple. <laughs> mm-hmm. they've crossed over which one's center now <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, it seems like they're making it very cooperative friendly. So, um, yeah, cool. And all the stuff that they they see, you'd be able to see where the blue people are, who are the people in your squad are on the map at all times, pretty much. So, you can see where they're traveling. Like, oh, it's just it was. I recommend you watching that video of version of the mission rather than the other one because, like I said, it, it wasn't the scripted talking, and he actually explained what was going on and why they were doing it, and. Um, yeah, it just gives you a whole different perspective for the one mission and why I think I'll be playing this game and cool. the missions over and over again because you can do them however you want. And um, I'm just going to say this now. I'm going to want to do a yeah. lot of night missions. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, you actually you don't pick, oh, we'll do this at night. We'll, okay, we'll wait until night. Yeah. Okay, sun's yeah. going down. Okay, it's dark now. Let, let's decide to go in. And then all of a sudden a storm will come through and all of a sudden you've got extra stealth and oh, it's... yeah. I, I see a few. A I see a few. Le- oh. Yeah, I see a few Leroy Jenkins moments happening. I can imagine like a, like a, oh, a yeah, team definitely. of oh, team, yeah, a team of four setting up this set piece. Yeah, team of four set piece <laughs> coming up. And then all of a sudden, this dude in a buggy just comes barreling through the center. Just Leroy the hell out of it. Yeah, I it. promise I will play the worst banjo music I can find if I do that. <laughs> just through the mic. 
Uh, and you, you know, a drunken Friday night goes through from Wildlands. It's gonna happen every mission. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. let's set this one up. Oh, Josh, what are you doing? What? Oh my God. Okay, everyone go. God but, damn you, yeah, Josh. At least I got chicken. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it, it's look. We can talk about this for hours. We're yep. already half, uh, seven or eight minutes over on the first episode. So hopefully we'll we'll bring it back in these couple weeks. But um. We'll go into more hopes and dreams for the game and a bit more of an overview of the game next week. This is just, like I said, we had three games, three big things dropped in the last two weeks. Um, so we've got just a barrel full of news for you this week. But next week, I promise, we'll get back more back into the... Oh, sorry, next week, two weeks' time, we'll get more back into the casual chat about the game and just where, what we like and what we don't like about games, what we what we think, and just general gameplay that we've played. Um, yep. So if you like it, cool. look... Like I said, subscribe, share, all that kind of stuff with us. Um, all this stuff is on ultrasupermega.com.au. Go support those boys as well. Uh, we've got a lot of good content coming out at the moment. We've got our Game of the Year stuff launching next week. so I am excited for that. Oh, keep There's some great, great awards. You are you, are you putting the tux on for it? No, I'm not, but I've <sighs> written a 3,000-word article for it. and um, <laughs> He's yeah. dressing like a Chippendale for it. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> image. That's image that's never going to come out of my head. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, so like I said, support those boys. Now, Josh, yep. where can people find you if they want to find you? All right, I am King underscore Choma on Twitter. Uh, Mister Buttersocks on pretty much anything else like YouTube and Twitch. Uh, I am also Evil underscore Chomas on PSN. Once they give me back my damn account. Jerks. Pay your FIFA bill, mate. Just pay your FIFA bill. No! I didn't pay for it in the first place. Uh, other, other than that, you can also play games with me on the Xbox One, and I am Delayed Butters. Yes. If you want to play Rainbow Six with him, uh, that you can get him on Xbox or PS4, so yes. hit him up on both of those. And once I get play. that Lenovo Y17 Cube, I'll be on PC. You better be. That's a promise. Um, Cal, the people, Yo. where can they find you besides at arm.com.au? I think the website yep. that still doesn't work. It's just still loitering. Oh, yeah, way. it's in pieces. Yeah, um, Twitter, Cal underscore Heinrich. Um, I have a YouTube channel, which is currently very underutilized and feeling rather uh, I think neglected. pretty full in 2018 when MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries launches. Oh, yeah, if it launches <laughs> in. Yeah. I'm, I, I am officially putting that in the same bucket as Star Citizen. It will be nice when okay. it arrives. Um, catch me on yep. Uplay on cal.au. Um, otherwise, yeah, loitering around the um, Ultra Super Mega um, Discord server. Yes. Go to the Discord server. If you don't have it, tweet at me, which is Wilco's Jewel Zone. It is Wilco's Jewel Zone. Again, it was locked. Yeah, locked on TC for a while there, but uh, it is back to Wilco's Chill Zone. So Damn Russian hackers. I'll get it for you. Um, but like I said, yeah, follow Locked On TC. Uh, we will get that set up over the next week. And I forgot to mention, this episode will be on YouTube, on Ultra Super Mega YouTube channel. So Ooh. type in Ultra Super Mega. Ooh. I will be putting this up with a bit of a background. I think I might do gameplay in the background but we'll see how we go. Probably not episode one. Um, but you can watch it there. You can also find it on iTunes and the website. So keep it locked here. And we will catch you all in two weeks' time unless something major happens. But thank you for being awesome and talk to you soon. Catch ya. See you.
Time to pack it up. My work is done.